During the pandemic, I picked up a new hobby, tree identification. I live out in the country and with more time at home than ever before, I realized I would walk daily by these beautiful trees, yet I did not know them. I did not know their names, yet we were inhabiting the same place. In my experience, when I know the name of something, I can recognize and distinguish it from other things. The thing, in this case a tree, is not just a thing anymore, but becomes unique and known and lovely. My love for the tree deepens, and my connection to God's wider creation matures. Like the words of the popular hymn, All things bright and beautiful, all creatures great and small, all things wise and wonderful, the Lord God made them all. This hymn sums up a core theological truth. Trees, flowers, birds, humans, and stars. We are all creatures. We are all connected. We are all the handiwork of the creator. In fact, nature is often referred to as God's second book. Augustine of Hippo, one of the foremost teachers of scripture, once said, there is a great book the very appearance of created things. Look above and below, note, read. God, whom you want to discover, did not make the letters with ink. He put in front of your eyes the very things that he made. Can you ask for a louder voice than that? Thus, if we take time to notice, creation can then teach us more of who God is. In our beautiful Ephesians passage today, St. Paul prays that we, being rooted and grounded in love, may have the power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, to know his love surpasses all knowledge that we may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. We learn that we are rooted and grounded in God's love. We also learn that the spaciousness of God's love is unfathomable. Being rooted and grounded in God's love, why is this so important? Looking at creation as our guide, Let's approach that question this way. Why are roots so important to a tree? Roots absorb nutrients from the soil. Roots anchor the plant to the earth. And roots connect to roots of other plants. Have you ever wondered why a tree growing on a rock is growing at the same rate as a tree growing on good soil? because the roots of the tree growing in the good soil are sharing its nutrients with the tree growing on the rock. These trees are connected via their root systems, collectively sharing resources to help each other. These same roots anchor the plant so that when storms come, their foundation is strong enough to keep them standing. The spaciousness of Christ's love 
Why is that so important? The author's reference to the width, length, height, and depth of this love calls to mind a compass. North, south, east, west, a love expanding to all corners of the universe. While taking an online yoga class, I recently learned that the spaciousness in the universe is enormous. Here again, creation can give us insight into the character of God. It takes one second for the light of the moon to reach the earth. It takes eight minutes for the light of the sun to reach the earth. It takes four and a half years for the light of the nearest sun outside our solar system to reach the earth. And it takes 2.4 million years for light to travel from the nearest galaxy to our galaxy. God has created incomprehensible amounts of space in his creation, reminding us of the cosmic vastness of God's plan and purpose, a plan well beyond our thinking and imagining and a love well beyond our grasping. God, sensing our need to be rooted and grounded in the spaciousness of his love, sent Jesus Christ, his only son, to live and die for us. Jesus stretched his arms upon the hard wood of a cross, a tree, reaching the entirety of creation with his grace, love, and forgiveness. Through Jesus' death and resurrection, we receive a depth of God's love that surpasses all understanding, a fullness beyond comprehension. We are rooted and grounded in God's love, a love connecting us all to each other. Our life grounded in God's love is like the roots of the trees. When the love is love of God is grounding, nourishing, anchoring, and connecting us to one another, then out of that place, we participate in the healing of the world. With God's love nourishing our roots, we have a greater openness to share our resources to bring greater health to humanity. And when storms rage, like the ones raging personally and collectively in our lives right now, we will not be blown over, but rather we will be firmly anchored with the ability to hold each other up. And here in our broken world, full of fear, anger, sickness, violence, division, and grief, we find hope. We find healing in the power of God's love and the power of this great love to root, ground, and connect us to one another and to all of creation. We find peace in God's spaciousness when we find ourselves mired with stress and anxiety knowing the minutia of our perspective. It is often said that astronauts looking down at the earth from the perspective of outer space marvel at the green-blue marble of the planet and how majestic it is. I will close with a prayer adapted from one written by Becca Stevens, an Episcopal priest in Nashville. 
thank you for the gift of creation and thank you for the gift of trees. Open our hearts as conifers shed their cones like tears for seasons gone by. Open our ears to old sycamores that can tell a story in their bark. Open our minds to oaks that exhale poetry. Stir our passion like poplars that reach the stars. You have taught us that there is healing in the woods and a sanctuary under the vastness of a canopy of green. Give us now a reverence for their silent witness. As we walk on parched trails, remind us to give thanks for all the rain we have known. As we stand on a limestone foundation, let us cherish all Edens and bow our heads in thanksgiving. Amen. Our response to the gospel is one of belief, traditionally summed up in the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation. He came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. We continue now with our parish prayers. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ's church and the world. Almighty and ever-living God, who in thy holy word has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, receive these our prayers which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord, and grant that all those who do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and other ministers, 
that they may both by their life and doctrine set forth thy true and lively word and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. And to all thy people give thy heavenly grace and especially to this congregation here present that with meek heart and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. We beseech thee also so to rule the hearts of those who bear the authority of government in this and every land, that they may be led to wise decisions and right actions for the welfare and peace of the world. Open, O Lord, the eyes of all people to to behold thy gracious hand in all thy works, that rejoicing in thy whole creation they may honor thee with their substance and be faithful stewards of thy bounty. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor all those who in this transitory life are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity. And we also bless thy holy name for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear. beseeching thee to grant them continual growth in thy love and service and to grant us grace so to follow the good examples of all thy saints that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant these our prayers, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen.